Hello again, and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts, and I am the owner of May Create Design and the host of this very fun podcast where we are going to talk about the five decisions that you need to make before you build your new website. Now, in our last episode, we talked about whether you need a website or not, and there was a quiz involved. It's very riveting. Okay, so if you are on the fence about whether or not you even need a website, you can hop back over there, take the quiz, make the decision. Like, spoiler, you're probably going to think you need a website because that's sort of how it works. (laughs) But I'm sure that you did not open this podcast thinking to yourself, do I need a website? No, because you're thinking about building one right now. And you want to know what you need to do to take control of this situation and make the best decisions possible. Because you understand that this website is an asset for your company or for your organization, and you're building it for a reason. And most of the time, we're building it because we want to grow, right? It's part of our growth strategy. It's part of our marketing strategy. We're not building it because we think it's really fun to waste time online. That's like, we can do that on social media, right? That's not it. We're not putting ourselves outside of our comfort zone or spending money investing in something that we think is stupid. We're doing it because we know it's important and we know we need it to grow our companies and grow our organizations. So let's talk about these five decisions that you need to make before you build your new website so that way you get what you need on the other end of this. And it's not just a big steaming pile of dung and it's actually something awesome. All right, let's get to business. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. You're probably going to laugh at me, but we're going to start at zero. We're not even going to start at one because I think a lot of you already have websites, so you've already made this decision. But for those of you who don't have websites, Decision zero is going to be your URL. What do you want people to type in to find your website? So www.maycreate.com, right? And if you want to know how to pick a domain name that doesn't suck, I have a podcast episode all about that. It's awesome. We think through all the steps and give you all kinds of advice about how to pick an awesome domain name. So hop on over there. But that is a decision that needs to be made for people who don't have one. There you go. Zero URL. All right. So number one, though, the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to decide what's going to be on your website. Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, thanks, Monica. That's just like rocket science. But no, I'm serious here. I want you to outline the pages that you think you're going to put on your site. And then I want you to think about what needs to happen on those pages. And when I say happen, there's going to be maybe some functionality in there, right? So do they need to be able to sign up for events? Or do they need to be able to submit an email? Think about it for every page. And then I want you to make a quick outline of the content that you want on those pages. Ask yourself, like, what should they say? What do people expect to see and get when they're on this page? Outline any images that you think would be helpful. If you've got videos, brochures, 
links, links to other pages, links to other websites, perhaps for more information. And then ask yourself, what do you want people to do when they're there? What do you want them to do? Because you have to give them what they want, but you also get to guide where they go, right? And ask yourself, like, what's the next step in the journey? Where I'm going to take them next in this page? Because here's the deal, friends. Some web developers or web designers are really good. They can take you through this process and they can help you plan your website. And others are just doers. If you end up hiring a doer, then you're going to have to have this planned out and you're going to have to understand what you want your website to do and what you're going to put on every page. And so for some of you, that's not a problem. You're writers, you're marketers, you've got this. For others of you, not so much. So make sure that if you're working with someone who can't help you really plan your site and think through it, that you do this on your own. But I also think the very big picture decisions, like what needs to be on it, like what are the pages and what needs to happen on those pages, you need to know that. Because then you can go into this conversation with the person who might be building your website with a really educated perspective on what you want. Okay, so that's number one, what needs to be on it. Okay, so number two, you need to ask yourself like, what does it need to do, right? So you did that a little bit. You asked yourself, what needs to happen on those pages? But now I really want you to think to yourself, what the heck does this website need to do to help me run my company or run my organization? What does it need to do? Does it need to accept or send emails? Does it need to take requests? Does it need to have a forum? Does it need to let people sign up for events or collect payments or sell products? Does it need to integrate with any existing systems like a CRM or inventory, billing, an events system, a donor management system, scheduling software, email marketing systems? What systems do you use to power your organization that are going to need to talk to that website? Because those things need to be able to talk to the website <laughs> and they will help you decide what type of website platform that you will use to build your website. That's coming up later in, in, in this uh, list of questions, but that's why we're going to make these decisions now because they will impact the decisions that we make next. So there you go. That was number two. What does your website need to do? So think about that functionality. Now I want you to think about for number three, what are your future plans, future plans for your business, your organization that might impact your website? So let's say that you don't sell things online right now, but you're thinking about doing it in the future. We need to know that now because you don't want to build a website that can't do that. Then you're going to have to move everything to another platform. It's going to take way more time than if you could just plug and play e-commerce into your current website. Maybe you want to be able to host events or have online webinars in the future. Okay, that's cool. Then we probably need to think through what needs to happen on your website. Do people need to sign up? Are you going to send them thank you emails? Can that all happen in your website? Are you going to use another system to do it? Maybe you don't use email marketing right now, but you want to do it in the future. Well, then you'll want to make sure that it can integrate with your website. Or maybe you're going to start using a new system for scheduling or billing or project management or client management, right? Knowing that you're going to make those switches and having an idea of what they might be can help you determine what type of website you need to build for yourself. All right, so there you go. That's number three. We need to think about our future plans. Number four, the fourth decision that we're going to make is who should build it. 
All right. So at this point, you should be able to look back up over your list of things that you want it to do in the future, things that you want it to do right now. I want you to focus on the things that you want it to do right now. If you're thinking about building your website on your own, look at those things and ask yourself, do I know how to make those things happen on my website? (laughs) Or do I need some help? You could build your website on your own and you could sign up for an online course. They're all they're all over the place, right, that will help you build a website and potentially integrate all these different systems. And and that could work. And you could DIY this website. Right. I know that we are building a course just like that right now. And there's all kinds of other ones out there, too. Now, let's say, though, that you've got a, a budget and you're real busy. So if you have a budget to build your website, then then who is the best person to build it, right? So if you have a really, really simple site, you might be able to work with a freelancer or a student or a super young design company. They might be able to fulfill your needs perfectly right now. The thing that you need to think about if you are going to work with a lower budget service provider is your future plans for your business or your organization and the impact that they have on your website. You need to make sure that the website that they're building for you is a stepping stone and not a band-aid. You don't want something that you're just going to have to rip off and put a new one on. That takes time, right? We want something that you can build on. So even if you are using a freelancer or a student to build your website for you, that's totally cool. They just need to be building something that can be expanded to meet your future needs, especially if those needs are going to arise in the next, say, two years. If it's five years, you're going to need a new website anyway. But if it's two years, that's on the cusp. Usually you can go into a two-year-old website and make some tweaks, make it more modern, update the content, and you can keep that sucker rolling for at least another year or two, two, I'd say. And that's going to save you a lot of money. So we don't want to build ourselves into a corner and not be able to use this website to grow because that's what we want this website for. We want it to grow. We want it to propel our business forward, not stop us into years and have us have to put forth a whole bunch of money to be able to make that happen and redo it all and go through all the pain again, okay? Also, ask yourself, are you willing to work local or go with a person in another region? Because there's a lot of really great design companies all over the place. And depending upon the cost of living, they charge different prices. I know that for our area, we are right in line for our custom websites with all of the other web design companies that have been around for as long as we have. And we've been around for 17 years, okay? Now, if you compared our prices with people out on the coast, on the east or west coast, you're going to be like, whoa, these people are way cheap. Here's the deal. We're going to produce you a baller website. It's just that we live in the Midwest and it's cheaper to live here. And so we don't all have to make $200,000 a year in order to make ends meet. And therefore, our products can sell at a cheaper price. And that's why we do end up working with a lot of people in California or New York or Philadelphia or Texas or New Jersey. It's it's just because everything is so much more expensive up there. And we live in the Midwest. And so our product is cheaper. Now, if you are not comfortable with working with somebody online, and you do live in one of those bigger areas where it costs more money to hire somebody like MayCreate, then that's okay. 
You just need to know that that's what you're doing, right? You want to be able to sit down and have a face-to-face meeting with people and shake their hands and hold them accountable in person. That's totally awesome. I respect the crap out of that. Please go forth, prosper that way. That's really, really awesome. The last thing I want you to think about, though, with the person who's going to build it is you want to have somebody, regardless of how much you're paying, that has some clue of what you need and how to do what you need to have done, okay? So if you're working, let's say that you are an e-commerce website. That's what you're building, e-commerce. You need somebody who's built an e-commerce website before. You don't want them cutting their teeth on you. That could be a total mess, right? And let's say that it needs to integrate with your inventory system. Well, that's another piece, right? So maybe they don't have experience integrating it with your inventory system, but they do have lots of experience with building e-commerce websites. All right, that's a compromise that you could probably make, but don't make too many compromises, okay? You need a product at the end that's actually going to help you grow and not be a gigantic pain in the butt, right? It's got to work when it's built. It can't be like the door is installed backwards. Did I tell you guys that? The remodelers installed my door backwards to my basement. And so you had to like open the door and back out of the hallway and then walk around the door and go down the steps. My dogs were so confused. They were like, we don't know how to go downstairs. And I'm like, you guys just have to walk around the door. Anyway, sometimes dogs are not exactly the smartest things. But anyway, so what I'm saying here, folks, is that you need to pick the right mix of compromise between budget and skills and um, experience to build a website for you that's going to be awesome in the end. Not all of you guys have to go to a really big design company, but all of you guys need to have a website that doesn't suck at the end of this process. It's got to be better than not sucking, actually. It's got to be awesome. It's got to do what you need it to do, okay? All right. So the fifth And final question. So after you have decided on zero, what your URL is, number one, what needs to be on your website? Number two, what it needs to do? Number three, what your future plans are for your organization or company? Number four, who needs to build it? Then you need to think about number five. What system are you going to use to build it? Now, the answer to this question is going to depend largely upon two things. Number one, what the site needs to do now and in the future because some systems will let you do all kinds of stuff and others won't, right? We build all of our websites on WordPress because it is so incredibly flexible. That's why we use it because it basically lets us extend it however we want. And not every website platform does that. Now, some people have had a WordPress website in the past and it was built by some Yahoo who didn't know what they were doing. And so it's really difficult to use. And so they hate WordPress. All right. Yeah, I get that. But you don't really hate WordPress. You just hate your web developer. So don't knock WordPress until you try it. But some people really do just need a website that's going to do certain things. And those websites might be able to be built in Squarespace or in Wix or in Weebly. You need to know what you need the site to do before you can judge it against the platform. And you need to be able to know where you're going next so that way you don't get yourself in a corner that you can't find a way out of other than building a whole new website. And then the other thing that the system you use will be dependent on is who's building it, right? Like if you find the awesomest developers ever and they build an XYZ platform, then you're probably going to want to work on whatever platform they're using, right? But also note that if they're using a proprietary system, then if you ever want to fire them, there's no hope. 
there's no one else who's going to be able to help you use that system. So I would guard against using proprietary systems for websites. I would use something that's widely used. If you use something like WordPress, a lot of people use WordPress. You're going to be able to find somebody to help you even if you have to fire your web developer. A lot of people use Squarespace. You're going to be able to find somebody who's going to be able to help you, right? So make sure that you pick a system that is scalable and also supportable by another company or person, not something that's proprietary and can't be modified by someone else. Okay. All right. So then... Okay, so (laughs) 5.1, item number 5.1, if you are going to DIY your website, like if you're going to build it on your own or build it on your own by taking an online course like the one that we offer and so many other people offer, then you're going to need to figure out hosting. Some of the people who do these courses, like MayCreate, if you do the DIY website makeover with MayCreate, then we're going to do the hosting for you because we need to have a really dependable hosting platform. But other people, they're going to let you pick it on your own. Or if you are building your website from scratch on your own, you're going to get to pick your hosting platform too. And so with that, you'll need to pick hosting, which is decision 5.1. Because if you're working with somebody else, like like MayCreate or another company that builds websites, then they'll probably make the decision for you as to where you host because each server acts a little different and we want to develop on the ones that we know because it's much more efficient, much more efficient. And I don't want to have to charge you to mess with GoDaddy, okay? That is my least favorite thing to do. I do not want to call a client and be like, hey, by the way, we're going to have to start charging you hourly to mess with GoDaddy because they keep kicking us out of the site and we can't finish programming things. Yep, that sucks. You don't want to get that phone call. I don't want to make that phone call. So I'm going to host on the company that I know isn't going to screw you over or screw me over either. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So that's 5.1 hosting. So let me read through these really fast again. The five decisions that you need to make before you build your new website are one what needs to be on it. And remember, you're going to outline your pages, decide what's going to happen on those pages, and then just take one more step and make a quick outline of the content that you want on those pages because believe me, you will not remember in the future. (laughs) All right, so number two, you need to decide what you need it to do. And that's like the functionality, like those cool interactive components in your website that let you interact with the visitors that come to your website. What does it need to do? Make a list. Think about what you are doing with your business or organization in the future and how that might impact your website. Then decide, number four, who should be building your website? You. Think about your budget. Think about where your compromise points are. Then number five, what system are you going to use to build it? And remember that that's largely going to depend on the decisions that you've already made, which are what does the site need to do? And what might it need to do in the future? And who's building it? And I know I went on a huge rant about it. I just want to remind you, make sure that the people that you have building your website are using a system that's not proprietary. So that way you own this system and you have the ability to fire them when you want to. Because it stinks when you can't fire people who aren't treating you right. They're always nice to you at the beginning because they want your money. But what about in the long run when they suck and they don't answer the phone anymore, right? Yeah. Those people are not any fun. You don't want to work with them. And then my 5.1 was 
you might need to figure out hosting. If the company or the process that you are building your website through doesn't make the decision for you. A lot of these online website builders, like if you're DIYing it and you're building it using an online website builder, they probably have hosting included, but you just need to look and make sure because it's an additional cost that you're gonna have to pay if it's not included with your monthly fees. Okay, there you go. Now you have it. Now you know the five decisions that you need to make before you build your new website. Do you feel more in control right now? I hope you do. I really want you to go into this new website feeling in control of the decisions that you're making. So that way you know that you made the right decision to build it. You know that you're gonna build something that's gonna be an amazing asset for your company and it's gonna help you grow. And that you're gonna work with people who love you and who want to help you grow your business. And that they're gonna be inside your budget because there's all kinds of people out there who are doing this, okay? I'd love to do it for you. But there's other people out there other than me too and we all have different strengths and weaknesses and price points, right? And if you're gonna do it on your own, that's awesome too, okay? Just make sure that you are the right person to build that site. All right, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. If you need some more resources to help you on your website building journey, you can hop on over to maycreate.com. That's M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. We have downloadable resources that will help you plan what to put on your website. They've got it all kind of mapped out for you. And also, we have other podcasts just like this one that will help you make the decisions that you need to make and really understand what's going on with this website so you're in control and you know you're making the best possible decision for your company or organization. Okay, thanks again. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose.